Anything you want, pod. You got it. Anything you got. You got it. Podcast. That was the worst one. Actually, that was great. You thought of pod before I even did. You say goodbye. Welcome to the Rotten Potatoes podcast. Thank you. Sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> Thought you were talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good, actually. I welcomed you guys. Um, brought to you by Denver, Colorado's Cook Street Productions. So I'm going to make you leave that in. My name is Nate, and I'll be your host tonight. Let's um, let's start by introducing ourselves to our listeners, and uh, maybe tell us a little something in pop culture or music, whatever that has captivated you since we last podcasted. I'll go first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you. So I read this article. My name's Travis. Get it together. So I saw this article on um, that I read today on Dig, and it was just about um, accidents on movie sets. I don't know if any of you guys saw this. No. Um, so it's just it's just about famous movies where something happened. It's mostly to pretty much all of them were either a cameraman, um, not I guess not all of them, cameraman or a stuntman. Cameraman. Yeah, well, so I'm just going to run through this, because John, this is a little crazy. John Landis directed movie. There's yeah, a bad one. I don't with know. a helicopter. Yes, yeah. that, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the end. Yeah. Well, I get... Uh, the Crow. save it. The yeah, the, the, the Crow's the, the one, only one I knew, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that's because the lead was killed. Yes. Um, so Isla Fisher actually was injured when they were making Now You See Me. She was she was in underwater, immersed underwater, and she was supposed to be pretending like she couldn't get out, but her chains were like all wrapped around themselves, so she actually couldn't get out. Oh, she was underwater for three minutes. Whoa! Whoa. I don't know how she's not dead. That can't. Right? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, they should have like Somebody a was like, Wow, she's really them. good. They're just well, they're just yeah. Like, I, she could really. I mean, at some point, obviously, there was a time yeah, where they should have some, given her something happened. Oh, I don't yikes. know. Um, <laughs> in the Expendables, a stunt man was killed. Ooh. Um, so he. Never mind. He was. He was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, Harry, Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe's stunt man or stunt boy. Yeah. <laughs> depending probably on, just a small depending man. Depending on which version it was. He was. Um, it, it was like a scene where he was flying on a broom, and he crashed somehow. Anyway, he's he's paralyzed from the neck down. Oh my god. Um, the Hangover. Terrible. One of the stunt men. Uh, was put in a coma for three months. <laughs> this is a real buzzkill segment. Sure. <laughs> sure. Captivated everyone's attention. I'm a sick guy coming I'm gonna out. Get, I'm going to get to a point. Um, the Dark Knight, um, a cameraman was killed. Jesus. Like in a car accident. Oh. Like as everybody. He was in the car. Chasing. Oh, yeah, man. chasing scene. Wow. Um, and Ledger. That's not a good shoot. Yeah. I know. Triple X, um, a stuntman. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a stuntman was killed in the movie. And they showed the stunt oh. that he was killed. Apparently, they cut it right before like he dies, but they showed the this, this stunt. Well, that's kind of what he'd want, you know? Yeah. His last work on that's Immortalized. True. That's true. I don't know. Just, they didn't want to risk another person either. Just, his, his parents didn't see that movie. Yeah, I don't Justify imagine. it. That's, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Nobody, like, the idea, like, how come we all know that thing about Wizard of Oz? Um, that like may that not monkey, even be true. That might not be true, <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, that monkey gets gets hanged somehow. I thought it was a, one yeah, of the little people, yeah, munchkins. Oh, I thought it no, I thought it was one of those ones that were the oh, like well, those monkeys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. It was a small person either way, probably. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it wasn't an actual monkey. It was a guy. Right. Yeah. A no, monkey uh, hanged himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's genius. But how can we all know about that? And like, I'd never heard of any of this stuff. Because they're on screen, I guess. Yeah, but like yeah. the triple X one? I don't know. It's Wizard just, of Oz is yeah, a big but, movie. Isn't it yeah. weird that they can just sweep this stuff on, like, yeah. under the rug? That little, like, side Harry Potter was um, paralyzed? Yeah. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Yeah. My name's Evan. Um, and I have been captivated by uh, betting, betting on basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can do that like every night. Well, of course yeah. you have. You've been killing it. I've been okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you like betting? Yeah, it turns out I do, and I need to stop liking it so much. This parlay is great with my... Is that your thing? The parlay is great? Is, that, is this your thing? That's my thing. All right. I'm Justin, and I want to talk about the NBA playoffs. Oh, that's what's captivating. That's what I was attention. betting on. It certainly is. The NBA finals coming up is so compelling. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I, I can't fucking wait. It's the it teams is, we want. It is. It has always been the two teams that we want to be playing. Yeah. Playoffs started out kind of fun. Clippers, Spurs. Obviously, that was the only good tons series. of superlatives have been piled on that. Yeah. Second round, both these teams were down two one. Yeah. And now we've had like three weeks of it getting kind of boring. That's a, this last series yeah. was the last one was one. garbage. Yeah, semifinals was garbage. Yeah. Base should have been sweep, a sweep, and, almost and, sweeps both yeah. ways. Yeah. But it is setting it up for the best player in the world playing against the player MVP. that is playing the best. Right. Like Golden yeah. State has the best team and the best player, but if LeBron can pull it off, that oh, is LeBron is better. Is Curry's better than LeBron really? right now? Right now, with this team, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. it's tough. He's, but if if you if LeBron replaced Steph Curry, the, that team would be the best of all. Time. In in maybe yeah. in in general, LeBron's the best player. In the okay, game. but yeah, yeah. Curry this year with this team, yeah, and yeah, the, right. and the amount that he he the freedom he has to just shoot threes in the corner sometimes. Golden State is for for the casual fan if they haven't seen Golden State play and don't yeah. know the personalities they're going to fall in love with them. Yeah, yeah. It's the most likable great team in my lifetime. Don't yeah. you think going into the playoffs this year if uh you asked Adam Silver what his dream matchup yeah. would be in terms of ratings, he would have picked LeBron and then the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. So like Exactly. You got the best team be, which Spurs is super likable against the villain slash underdog five straight <laughs> finals appearances who is a god I mean he's brand he's yeah. just yeah so that's gonna be fucking interesting and maybe only for three or four games and then we'll be like oh the Warriors are just much better alright um, I'm Nate and uh, what I wanted to talk to you guys about is have you heard so the lovely Ryan Flack was nice enough to post a link on my wall and it's it kind of it showed how showed how it was a link to a an article about the dad bod. Oh God! You guys familiar with this? I, yeah, yeah. So quick, quick story: I was in a parking lot of a Target, waiting for my girlfriend to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. three, yeah, I have a girlfriend. Sorry, ladies. Um, <laughs> there were three middle-aged women came out, and uh, all I heard was the tail end of the conversation. And one's putting like her her bags in the trunk. She just goes, "Yeah." All those girls like the daddy bodies now. The daddy bodies, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is so they read so, this article. Why is this it, is what's crazy. Why is it called dad bod and not father figure? Oh, <laughs> man. I stole that joke. Wow. That's good. I stole it, though. Yeah. <laughs> From? Twitter. Sources. Some guy on Twitter. Okay. Sources. Um, 
So it's just basically saying that girls are into like a slightly softer, <laughs> less muscular build, which is great for us four guys. I don't know. Stop touching though. your own body. <laughs> <laughs> but no, here's the thing. Like there's girls posting articles. Like, so it's obviously like a sexist thing because if, and sure. it basically started from Leo. Like yeah. Leo was seen on a beach in like Ibiza or something like that with like a little bit of pudge on him. Yep. Right. And like still looking awesome and cool and whatever. And so that kind of initiated it. Can you imagine if like some hot female celebrity got a little fat? How different that story would go? Yeah. You think yeah. you think people are saying Kelly Clarkson looks bad now? <laughs> Isn't that like first off? To, it goes to on Leo, the goes on the tabloid. How fucking cool and awesome are you? Yeah, you put a little right. weight on, it exactly. and it becomes the cool thing. Exactly. To that, but he shapes the narrative. That's what's crazy. But, Jason Siegel, if he did it, it wouldn't yeah. be. Like, it doesn't work for every guy. Have you seen the Kevin Bacon picture? Yeah. yeah he's what fat. is going he's on? He got stuck. By a thousand bees or something. <laughs> I've His never face seen it. Looks like, like an allergic that. reaction. Yeah, I, don't, I would never recognize. Kevin it was Bacon. so sad, yeah. and he just posted something that said like "Hi from the UK." Like no one would notice. Yeah, yeah. like he, yeah, he just. <laughs> that's his big coming out yeah. party that he's fat now. Yeah. <laughs> It's not Is it natural for a roll? fat. No, no, it's weird. He looks like weird. allergic to it's something. <laughs> Strictly in the he's face. Blown up. I think it was a fat suit or something. But anyway, I guess I'm curious. First off, that's where all the bacon went. Yeah. Hey. His face. Yeah. He's Kevin Bacon. I'm, I mean, does it, there's no way this is re- reality, right? I mean, can can women be brainwashed so much that reading no. stuff like this no, really I puts us up much? I think no. in general they are less discerning. I like. Well, yeah. I've, I know girls who say they like that. Yeah. But that's always been the case. That's not a new thing. Right. Is it? Yeah. And is it truthful? Like, if they were given the option between the two, or they just right. said that's more attainable. Well, I think it might be... Mm-hmm. And like, the attitude that comes with doing CrossFit. Being with, being with a guy who's in great shape exactly. yeah, comes means with... that you should feel like you're... Yeah. You feel like you should be in great oh, shape. Oh, I was just saying they're also assholes. Well, Mackenzie so Pearson, oh, yeah. <laughs> Pearson wrote an article about this, and her five reasons were McKenzie. it doesn't intimidate us. Are we supposed to know her? No. Okay. We like being the pretty one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Better cuddling, because no one wants to cuddle with a rock, she says. Uh-huh. Good eats. It means he's down to, like pig out every once in a while <laughs> and you know what you're getting what girls tend to picture their future together with their guys early on so if you know what his dad bod's gonna look like oh that's is the last one he won't leave me yeah <laughs> i think all five he'd be of grateful yeah he's lucky to have anyone yeah. i certainly don't think it's anything that's changed it's just like the new it's just you gotta talk about something on the internet <laughs> yeah I think, like, I think guys like butts now the picture of had. leo was the Yes, absolutely. People see colors differently. Look at this dress. All right, so as always, we will be betting on the Rotten Tomato score for a movie this week, Cameron Crowe's Aloha. We'll get to that a little later. Um, First, let's kind of do a a recap of Avengers 2, The Age of Ultron. And we'll do it a little differently this week because admittedly, right after we recorded the podcast last week, the four of us went together... to get Indian food and go see the film. Yeah. Evan's birthday. It was yeah. Evan's birthday, so My we birthday. celebrated. Yeah, cut um, us some slack. <laughs> and so the way I felt about it, I think you guys are probably on board, is that, um, you know, it was a movie. No <laughs> I, one could take that away. <laughs> I tried, but I couldn't take it away. You, yeah, you did it try. We need to talk about the Indian buffet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. It was that's great. Um, and, you know, I guess pretty similar... To Avengers 1, yeah. not all that memorable. 
really super forgettable. Super forgettable. Yeah. This brings there was some me woods. There was like a chase in the woods. Sure. Well, hold on. Hold tight. Okay. Started the hold tight. Hold tight. Uh, which ones in which? This just brings me oh. to a game we're gonna play. Oh, okay. It is not a which ones which. Yeah. It is a lightning round trivia. No. Raise your hand. First hand up gets the uh, gets to guess, and we'll keep going till kind of like Jeopardy. The next person can guess if it's wrong. If you're wrong. Do you understand? Do you yes. fucking, can I yes. stop talking? Just yes. give me some kind of nod, Evan. Yeah. For Christ's sake. It's an audio podcast. I don't, they're not going to know. No, I know, but just so I can stop talking. I'd love for that. Just <laughs> <laughs> so whatever makes that happen. All right. Um, what is the name of the Eastern European type country that oh. this takes place in? Yeah, How close was... do I have to be? Yeah, yeah I'll be. I'll be. I can tell you the. I can tell you what city it's <coughs> or what country it's closest to in I'll real life. Me too. Slovakia. Yes. Okay. It's, 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 there's no me too in trivia, bro. Sokovia. <laughs> but he's guessing. Sokovia. I knew. It was, I knew it was. So- hey. Yeah. Evan with one point. <laughs> I, I am impressed. He deserves <laughs> that one. <laughs> Fucking nerd. All right. Question <laughs> two. Didn't get high. Probably. Question two. <laughs> that was actually part of the problem. I think. Yeah. yeah. Question two. What was the name of the evil group? The bad guys. What's the group? Evan. Hydra. Oh my god, guys, he's gonna crush you. <laughs> um, what are the powers of the two twins? <laughs> Just Evan. Wait, Travis. <laughs> How specific do we Just have to be? Tell me the answer. Well, they both super run super fast. Wrong. One of them runs super <laughs> yeah, fast. Justin. The guy one, runs super fast. <laughs> it's too late. One, one, one guy teleports. Wrong. The girl moves the energy too. from the ground. I don't really know what her power just, is. is. I mean, he runs super fast. Run fast. Okay. He just he, runs he fast. He does run fast. Yeah, he doesn't teleport, though. Well, it's one or the other. It's the same fucking thing. Those aren't the same thing. They are the same thing. Well, no, no he's not no. teleporting. He's I can't, he can't go. Teleporting is specifically not being in the place in between moving. I know. Right. I never he, saw him in between, man. He was, he was fucking fast. And he couldn't go to, like, the U.S. from Europe. Yeah, he couldn't do that. That's what Jay, that's on that's on the film for not making it clear to you, but you're still losing. You're wrong because he doesn't run fast. Apparently, he does he run fast. He runs really yeah, fast. That they, <laughs> well, why did you say he was wrong? It's because he said, both she, of them she said, he said they both run. I fast. think she also runs fast. I'm not sure she what her second. I know what her other person. thing yeah. is, but I'm saying I think she also. Well, runs. Gets you know chance. what it is? He gets a chance unless he doesn't want to take it. I'd say it's controlling energy. Yeah, it's mind control, energy control. Evan's just cleaning house. Yes. All right. Um, where does, so there was this AI, that's kind of what Ultron was, yeah. right? Yes. Was this really smart program. Yes. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> man, yes. Um, where did that come from? What? Travis. Oh. From Robert Downey's assistant robot. Nope. We'll call him Hugh. <laughs> Anybody else? This one's a little tougher. Uh, where did it come from? Yeah. Oh. It, oh, no. Loki's scepter. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. I'm fucking about to say, I get my point back at least. <laughs> Let me get back to zero. Um, yeah, he I, fucking took you the, guys the, like scepter, this one. the the uni- the universe stone. No, what is it called? That's a that's a that's a question. Infinity later. stone. Well, all right. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. Later. I mean, well, damn it. Guys, don't also, yeah, stop showing off. It's like I'm very unlikable. He also, a... he did come a little bit from that assistant robot, don't we? No, all the think? new. Yeah, well, the second one did. He takes the stone. The second one did. He like filtered through. No, because he. Oh like, yeah, he learned the question. From... What's the actual name of the thing you call Jeeves? Yeah, <laughs> it's it is Hugh. close to that. It's not you. It's Jenkins. Well, Jen- you guys Jenkins. can buzz in. You're really losing the. Uh, yeah. It's you. We have it right there. Yeah. It's Jarvis. 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 Oh. All right. Jenkins. Wait, was it DeAndre or Jarvis? You said yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Let's get back on track. Here. Okay. You guys are like this one. What is the stupid ass name for the element that is really powerful? Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
It's not oh. unobtainium this time. Right. Yeah. But I I, we heard we all did. Tesseract was the last one. Yeah. Unobtainium is the <laughs> that's yeah, the yeah, that's so, so bad. It's actually I actually kind of like it. It's vibranium. Hard, hard to, what? Hard to get him? Hard, hard to get for Jim. Okay. We're doing good. We're doing good here. Um, what makes the twins turn on Ultron? Because if you remember, they're on the same team. He. Justin? He kills a child as a. The man was trying to save a child. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> You were going to make it more right as you expanded on it. The man tries to save the child. He does. You're, that's actually a question later. Um, How's that wrong? <laughs> can't wait to hear this bullshit. Travis, going for it to go back down to minus three. My, uh, well, minus you're three. saying he's going to get it wrong. You're assuming I'm getting this wrong. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, well, here's the thing, Nate, is that originally the twins were uh, just into the fact that Ultron was against the Avengers because they didn't want the Avengers to be around. But then they found out he wanted the whole world destroyed, all of the humans, and start over Who again. Who were the twins? And they weren't okay He's with that. Correct. Got it. Yeah, that was you it. Have, to be more specific, he killed a kid. She like did the mind reading thing when yeah. he was downloading into the body. Right, but and, she, she and it was destroying the world. Yeah, and she yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get out of here. And that's like the most embarrassing like Google history of what's <laughs> Yeah. I would like the the world to be destroyed. <laughs> All right. Um, who okay. So of the main characters, okay, mm-hmm. um, you've got Can you name the main character? <laughs> Wait, their actual names? No, just no. the the uh, aliases, whatever you want to say. The aliases? Well you know, well, yeah, name the superhero. The superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you no. got your Iron Man. You do. You got your Captain America. Mm-hmm. You got your Thor. Yeah. You got your Hulk. Mm-hmm. You got your Black Widow. You got your Hawkeye. Well done. Cook Street fan mail. Um, all right. Well, I guess maybe we should get to fan mail unless. Wait. Why is Why is he here again? Oh, We're not doing God this again, right? Come on, please don't make me sit here and listen to this fucking shit. I thought we guys, locked the door. I'm not kidding. I will, I will leave. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 what are you doing? Is the lock on your door busted or what? Um, it's, it's Basement Dave, everyone. He's here. He's, he's come upstairs. Uh, right so since, since you're here, uh, we'll go ahead and do the new segment that we like to call Basement Recommendations. With Basement Dave. Uh, for those that don't already know, we record this podcast in the Cook Street house, but there's this guy, um, <laughs> Dave, that lives in the basement. Basement Dave is not, I repeat, with clarity, is not in Cook Street and never, never will be. Well, never it says never will be, be right? Never Just, will be. Be glad you're upstairs, okay? Um, but in exchange for letting us monopolize the living room, we agreed to let Basement Dave have a few minutes on the podcast to recommend something to us. Um, so I'm I'm claiming okay. So Kill Bill is the greatest movie that's ever been made, huh. and possibly if civilization continues past the next two hundred years or so, it will still be thought of. As the greatest movie. Wait, but wait, wait. You'll be dead and you're the only one. I was going to say, it'll still be thought of by whom? So everybody thinks it's a good movie. Like most people, like majority, you all believe it's a pretty good movie. Are we talking about the two together? Yes. Okay. That's important. 
Because yes. Kill Bill Volume 1 is not the greatest movie <laughs> of all time and would never even come in the conversation. Really? I think I like one By more. itself. No, I just meant by itself. It needs yeah, the yeah, second yeah, act. It I think I, liked, I like the yeah, first yeah. one better, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is the one where she goes to like Japan or wherever to make uh, a sword? First one, right? That's the first one. Huh. Then that, that one's worse. For okay. sure. So yeah, that's the one where mm. she has a big showdown with the crazy 88s and murders everybody. Yeah, that's, that's pretty great. Is that the one where she's bloody. out for revenge? <laughs> Is that one, one, the one where she doesn't kill Bill? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, actually. Yeah, that was the um, lie, the lie title. Emotionally, she kills him in the first one, but the second one. <laughs> so, so explain yourself. Right. <laughs> so this is better than Birdman. This is better than <laughs> Casablanca. Such a bold one to start this with. This is better than Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> this is better... Then Trump. something borrowed. This is better. Oh, you oh, now you've lost Shut us. Now you've lost us. Dave. Better than The Godfather. It's better than Blackjack. It's better than Synecdoche. It's better than Her. Huh. And the reason it's better is because it references movies in the movie itself. I think that's really important to art. I think it's important to talk about the historical reference where you come from. You I think, think it's it... important to show. That always bothers me, though. Really? Or... When they do it, it can be done poorly. Yeah, but he did it really well. So he's referencing uh, spaghetti westerns. He's referencing right. anime. He's using anime in the film. Yeah. He's um, all obviously martial arts. He's talking about all the stuff that he loves in films and the things that are the most powerful in film, these images, these sounds, and using it and then creating something unique out of it. So as opposed to just writing a story and creating a story that is isolated from it and pretending like, oh, no, I came up with all these ideas myself. He's using these people that influence him so much and showing you that that's what's happening. And instead, and in, his form, in his first films, he just ripped them off without referencing them. Right. Yeah. So it's now true. he's actually it's referencing them and telling us this is yeah. where I got it from. Since, since when is not every Tarantino film <laughs> a, rip a derivative? Yeah. yeah, it's funny because that's the critique. Is like he's showing off at this point, not only in his skill, but also what he's... Consumed, <laughs> but it just yeah. seemed like he chose in Kill Bill the things that he was making an homage to were just the campiest things ever. Like it was a bunch of different campy stuff. Yeah. So, and that I think that's part of why it's the best film of all time Jeez. is because he's choosing things that um, in your head seem campy, and they were most of them were, but he's now made them great. He's actually taking these things that are. Emotive that are really um, powerful, even if they're shitty, and integrated them to a movie that is really fucking great. So the training sequence is good. Yeah. So the whole pad pad line. No, yeah, it is something mm, like that. Pad tie. But <laughs> did he integrate it into a movie? Because he didn't. It's two movies, and I know what you're going to say is it wasn't yeah. Tarantino's decision. It However, wasn't. as a storyteller, you need to get it down. <laughs> So you couldn't have released that as one movie. So much fat. It's I'm surprised. No, there's and nothing you're, cut out. So you're telling me I that spent, that four and a half hours? It's only four hours and ten. Then that's can't be the best movie of all time. It is. It can't. Well, <laughs> it's not one film. I mean, think about it right now. Like everybody wants a Lord of the Rings extended, right? Nope. So, no. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like a cut nope. down. Nope. Too um, long. I would love it if they break up the Hobbit into another three parts. Yeah. <laughs> give me six. Yeah. Give me six or give me nothing. I, well, I mean, you guys are working on a short film, from what I understand, um, that you got funded. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thanks. But you guys are trying to do something longer than what's expected of a short, 
short film and, and shorter than what's expected of a feature. Mm. I think it's bold to, Ooh, it's obviously it egotistical, <laughs> it's egotistical to think, yeah, I can capture an audience's attention for four hours and then production comes, you'd be like, we can't sell that. Um, but that's the story you told and I don't think anything can be cut. I spent, <laughs> I spent four hours and 10 minutes watching these films Three times. Three times. Three times over the past six days. I actually like that he broke it into two. I think that's a good number for it. It, He broke it in the right way, too. He he broke it and and settled it on a, oh, does she know that her child is still alive? Right. And that was never resolved throughout the entire first film, and that's the cliffhanger. And then we're getting a second film. He did that after realizing he had to cut it. Um, And the bride doesn't know that that is true until the last 30 minutes of the film. That her daughter is still alive, which is right. really interesting as another tension. Point. Why do they, um, why do they censor her name in the classroom? Just for fun. Oh no! Yeah. In the classroom, they finally reveal it. Oh right, right. But, but why do they fun. always? It's just fun. It's just a thing it. to be. I actually it's just like a, that. It's a creation. What's the reasoning? Because there's no because payoff. It's kind of a cool. Well, That's using no, the payoff because her name's Kiddo. Is that what? Beatrix Kiddo. Why is that good? No, it's not. But it's just like cool. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't think I even really realized I didn't know the name until I mean when yeah. they did the bleeping on the bride, that right? Was, but I don't know, yeah, I think it's just different. a fun thing to do. I'm not going to defend that as being yeah, like no. the so best reference. Here's, of why here's it's the best my movie problem time. with the, this ridiculous thing you've said. Yeah. <laughs> um, an actor or a movie is made up of you know a, a certain amount of parts. So the script and like the acting. And the visuals, the way it looks, and so thematic. Like what you're talking about, is is him being, um, you know, like kind of the greatest fan of movies of all time, mm-hmm. but enable like being able to take that and craft something original. I think the script, like the actual dialogue, is really bad, and I think the acting is really bad. So I think it's really well acted. <laughs> I mean, I, I well, think you'd have to to call it the best. There's got to be, there's gotta be a right answer here. Since it's topical, <laughs> I think it could it, be in between. I think it's fair to bring up Mad Max: Fury Road, Ugh. since it's happening now. Another um, film that was poorly written with bad actors. <laughs> yeah, but but it, it it brings out huge archetypes of like hero, and it, it talks about things in a really large sense without being micro about it. So um, it talks about like humanity's hope, but it doesn't fall into like talking about specifics. Kill Bill does the same thing. Huge characters, huge settings, huge, huge situations. They're not normal to us. They're not specific to our lives. We don't walk around the streets and see these things. This is the opposite of postmodern. Right. Um, these huge characters that then I can still resonate with because it's that bigger concept that keeps slamming your head against the wall on it, where it's like it's about the fact that Bill feels betrayed and that the bride um, just wants to get her kid out of that life that she actually really enjoys, which she's confronted about at the end. Um, right. And I think that your critique of the poor writing, dialogue, and acting is associated with your n- lack of desire to see that on film. Well, it's it. I, I was I watched one fight scene the other day, and they yeah. said the word "bitch" probably twelve times. <laughs> it's just two women. Saying, I think that's Vivica. Bring it on, bitch! I think that's Vivica Fox. Off it the is cuff that scene, too, right? Yeah, my, my, <laughs> I think that's just her off script. They were both like, doing yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. her too much in that, that film. I don't know. You, I mean, want, you want to make it one movie? Just do the Lucy Liu one. Just mm-hmm. do the Daryl Hannah one. Yeah. Just do the Bill one. I don't think the story can be told. I don't that know. Way. I cannot re- watch. She gets buried alive. You can, you can do yeah, it, but that's Daryl Hannah. 
Or is that Madsen? That's Madsen. Madsen, sort of, yeah, and kind of, that's tied in with Hannah, I saw that. Hannah wants to, yeah. Hannah so gets like involved. The Vivica Fox one is not memorable at yeah. all. So but there's long. four hours and ten minutes of this movie, and four hours of it is the most visually interesting I've ever seen. There are ten minutes that maybe I would cut. Oh. The cinematography is the best I've ever seen in any film ever. It is shot it's awesome. It's always interesting. But it's always interesting. The only time it's not inter- yeah. interesting to look at is when he's giving a speech about Superman. That's the only time yeah. where it's like, okay, these are just people talking. Otherwise, he's always trying something different or referencing the things that he loves. But okay, so, so this great. brings up uh, my next point, which is that's Quentin Tarantino. And you can say he's the greatest director of all time, but For the there's nothing reason. in Kill Bill that he's not doing in every other movie. And this is his maybe fourth best movie. Yeah, And Glorious Bastards is perfect. It's his second best movie, but it's still the best movie of all time, which I know is logically <laughs> untrue. What's his first best? Now we're cooking with gas. His first best movie is, Inglorious is his best movie. But so I think good. if you're going to say yeah, just somehow get out of that bubble and say that's an absurd logic statement, that I do think that it's the best because it references movies itself. Um, it has the best sound, the best cinematography. No, it doesn't have that specific story that we crave. Like it was definitely more personable in *Inglorious Bastards*, um, and more interesting maybe in the fact that there's a rewrite of history. But I think as a as a movie, as a movie-going experience, to fall into that world, to believe what's happening, as absurd as it is, to believe that is really important to that movie-going experience. But isn't it boring? I don't think <laughs> like, it's boring. As a story, it's boring. That's why I know exactly she is the exact same person from minute one to minute 241. <laughs> That's like, not true. Except for the kid reveal, which he only yeah. put in as a cliffhanger. Like, otherwise, it's just her getting revenge, right? It is. So just... over four hours, isn't that super boring? <clears throat> I don't think so because of the visual elements, the sound elements, the music... Yeah. I think the ride is where it's at. So you're saying that the best movie of all time, yeah. is it the best soundtrack or the best score? Because didn't RZA do the score? I think RZA actually did a good job, but it's very light. Like most of the time it is like him. Where? He's where? Just, where? Right. So RZA does that. Or <laughs> yeah, he, uses that. that. <laughs> That's right. he uses that specifically only when yeah. she is ready to kill somebody. So it actually is a pretty it's good a movie note. about her he killing it, people. I know, but he uses it three times when she feels that rage to encounter somebody and kill them without. Which remorse. he took from Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> can Can you be the best film of all time when you could see the first five minutes and then say, "Cool, I'll catch you in four hours. I know exactly who's alive at the end. It's Uma Thurman versus Bill." <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have to go through though each one. Well, you know who's going to win each fight. I mean, how are you? How are you then subjectively Where's... trying to put your like say this is objectively true about why how some piece of art is better than all others? I think I think in terms of storytelling, having just a little bit of suspense would be great. But also, is that fair to every other movie? Well, you there's know ironic. Win the <laughs> place yeah, beyond pines, not, best movie ever. We're okay. not. Yeah, we're not claiming that. <laughs> We're just claiming this isn't the best. Oh, I, yeah, but I think it and that if you're gonna like, play by the same it's, formula, it's don't so make it four obvious hours. that this is the best movie ever made. So I mean, the other ones that are in the conversation are <laughs> Casablanca. So Do you guys think Casablanca is the best movie no. ever made? Do you think Citizen Kane is the best movie ever made? How about Wizard of Oz? These are the three that constantly change places. Mm-hmm. Vertigo. Are those? Yeah, Vertigo's up there. Yeah. Are those the best movies ever made? I think you guys are rating Birdman, Her, Spectacle, maybe? It can't be anything no, before 19... The Life Aquatic, maybe? <laughs> it can't be anything before 1990. 
Yeah. Film had didn't have the yes. the, ta- the the chops yet. I think I'm we can all we can all agree those. Eternal Sunshine is the Eternal Sunshine's great. best film for the five of us. We can, yeah. that would be yeah. the highest rated across the board. But that's kind of my point is that Kill Bill is the best movie in the sense of going to the movies, seeing something that's outside of yourself, seeing that it's totally unbelievable. You believe it when you're there. Um, you, music, it sounds the like sound, you're describing visuals, Eternal Sunshine. Well, <laughs> well, Eternal Sunshine requires a specific person to appreciate it. Beautifully well, acted, by the way. What, Eternal Sunshine does? Yeah. I think even more perfectly, Kill Bill does. I think Kill Bill is perfect for you. It is perfect. It's paying homage to all yes. of the types of film you love. And he, he did, he did like, he smacked it, right? If you're like right. saying, take anime elements, take all these crazy martial Kung arts Fu, stuff, yeah. these, all this revenge stuff, and make a movie with it. It'd be hard to argue that he didn't do it perfectly. But why do those genres exist? Why does anime or why does um, like hard-boiled action in the '80s? Why does martial arts work? And nerdy Asians. The million-dollar question. I don't know. Why, why does anime exist? I, I don't know what are, Dragon Ball Z is. I think you revert back to our like more fans. primal instincts about about a lot of things. Um, I think that that's it's a more base level film, which you know is why who it's bad taste in movies of. are primal ancestors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They probably you, just two rocks. Can you just get like two guys to go fight in the middle yeah. to right. kill each other? But that is what's happening, and it's yeah. it's that's why Mad Max is being appreciated at ninety eight percent. You said yeah, that's crazy. That but crazy. it's because it distilled everything, and I think he did that and still had more to say than Mad Max. Yeah. Why do you think it's the opposite of postmodern? Because I feel like it's the ultimate postmodern thing. Why? It, it's acknowledging it's the artifice. It's so self-referential. It's acknowledging the artifice. Yeah, but postmodern is also about authenticity and being very... Uh, you see a man walking down the street and you want to know where he buys his groceries and how terrible his bread is or how good his bread is. And it's a you're living in the moment as much as I'm living in this moment. And you're going to see me waking up tomorrow and how I shower is a postmodern move. Whereas this is yeah. larger than life characters that you <laughs> never no see in real life. Yeah, really. There is no reality. It's a totally imagined world, which is why I think it's such the best movie of all time. Yeah, I, I would never be able to experience this without a movie. I guess postmodern is kind of a catch-all where you can apply anything yeah. to it. Do you like? Movies? I really feel postmodern is mostly about authenticity. Do you th- uh-huh. do you like movies that uh, that are just very realistic ever? Like that, that aren't creating this whole separate world. Yeah, sucker blue. I think it's time. really important for me. I love going to movies to have my mind just drop out, and for the movie to be so strong that it can remove me from my own world, which is escapism. But it's why I love fish. Like I want to be. All a- right, basement Davis. I think we should discontinue that segment. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> we don't have nearly as much time to talk about Aloha. I know. Woo! Like, this is what I was thinking the entire time is like, give me some Cam Crow. This is yeah. the Sports Center movie, right? And Aloha means goodbye. Yeah. That's not the full title. You wish. Yeah. What, what's your, just like off the top of your head, how are you guys feeling? How, how do we feel? About a Crowha? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I think it's great that Russell Crowe's younger brother's getting into films. <laughs> it's about time. I think it's gonna be. It's about time we got that point of view. I, uh, I, I mean, I was, I was pushing to do this movie because I think Cameron Crowe's career is interesting. It yeah. is interesting. Uh, I can't. I mean, you talk about a Shyamalan it is. decline. Yeah. Uh, yep. There isn't someone that I was so in love with in 2000 that I hate more. Right now. <laughs> yeah, what's it's weird dumb. about that? Because that's certainly true. I think we all loved like the big ones, right? We all loved yeah, yeah. Almost Famous. Well, 
Jerry Maguire, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. and Vanilla I love Vanilla Sky. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I also think that he's uh, cursed by the fact that you probably think he's worse as you get older, as the yes. viewer gets older. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Like, looking back on those yes. films, they're not perfect. And Pat yeah. Oswalt has a bit, you know, where he talks about uh, he's in L.A. on Christmas, and no one's in L.A. on Christmas, so he and his brother were seeing Jerry Maguire, and they were, like, fed up with it the whole time, and uh, Jerry Maguire says the in the speech at the end, like, we live in a cynical world. <laughs> and Pat Oswalt's brother just yells... Fuck you! <laughs> I mean, that was the funniest thing he's ever seen. That's awesome. And I keep thinking, like, yeah, I was twelve. Yeah, that's true. When I saw that, and I love that movie. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, if I was my age and I saw Jerry Maguire right now, I'd yeah. be so so. But, it, but imagine it, it stuck with you, right? The, the positive. Jerry yeah, Maguire's yeah, yeah. still solid. Yeah. Yeah. And almost almost famous is great. It's hard but to reverse nostalgia. I think you'd like that. If, you saw, if you yeah. saw, if you saw, I do too. Yeah. If you saw Elizabethtown yeah. now, it would be and seeing Elizabethtown. Yeah, what are you saying? No one liked it. I'm just saying he's. It's not only that he's also getting worse. Well, he's can we, clearly um, getting worse. Can we just do a quick run through? I'm yeah, gonna say actually, that, I'm gonna say the synopsis of Aloha. You already know it. No, I don't know it. All right, Emma Stone is the no nonsense army girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Also army? Yeah. And <laughs> he goes to Hawaii. Stationed. I'd assume. It's yeah. probably an army base Aloha. there. Yeah. Aloha. Who's Rachel McAdams? Uh, she is, funny story, runs into her at the bait shop on his way to go deep sea fishing. Oh. Do you think that <laughs> so McAdams weird. is a former flame of some kind? Oh, okay. Clearly he has to choose. you got to choose. That I am certain of. And I bet they're different. Yes. Uh, but they're different options. Yes. <laughs> I bet McAdams is the one he has a history I with, think and Stone's the new one. We should make a rom-com. That's clear. We should make yeah. a rom-com where the two love interest girls that he has to choose between are pretty close to each other. Uh, they're oh. not opposites at all. How did you come It's not a long that? came poly yeah. where it's like a straight lays and a free yeah. spirit. Yeah. I want them to be two free spirits. Yeah. And what if... Same hair color. What if they Same hair color, absolutely. <laughs> what if they weren't both dime pieces, too? Yeah. yeah. Just like two six-point. <laughs> yeah. Two average-looking chicks. Like real life. <laughs> two? That sounds great. Um, do you want to watch the trailer? No. Yeah. 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 Well, first... Yeah, let's watch the trailer. Was I right? Dude, this is what's crazy to me. Not only is there no, um, there's no Rotten Tomatoes critics reviews in yet. Right. The this <laughs> here's the here's the movie info. Bradley Cooper stars as a defense worker who teens up with a pilot Emma Stone to stop a satellite launch in this romantic comedy. What? Co-stars Rachel McAdams. Wow. They're not even letting you know what I mean. Yeah, how McAdams this is involved. This isn't looking great. No, that's amazing. The, the, the amount of they're stopping a satellite launch. Yeah, the yeah whole, what? they just throw in, in this romantic comedy at the end. Yeah, exactly. The first half is the worst thing I've yeah. ever heard. And yeah. it sounds like, like that was just action an action movie. movie? Yeah. Absolutely. Ground. Aloha. Gilcrest. You're back in the game. I want to introduce you to your Air Force liaison. She's a fast burner. A double espresso. Morning, sir. I'm so jacked for today. Make that a triple. The old ex-girlfriend. Pause for the memories. I don't even remember why we broke up. Because you're a workaholic who creates work to avoid real work. Well, I'm still working on that. You wrecked everything, and I put my life back together in spite of you. He likes epic lines. He called, yeah. called in some favors. That's um, that's the problem. Is he shoots for the stars with every line? Yeah, and I at can't least stand it. At least he's got a satellite to get him there. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. They stop it. I don't know. Quite. Why are they stopping I don't know. it? I have no idea. Why? My name is Michael Finkel, 
Can you fix that? <laughs> yeah. Why are I, they stopping a satellite launch? You know, Elizabethtown's not about anything either. <laughs> uh, failed to reconnect with your dad. Yeah. Let's, let's so that's kind of crazy, right? That he's just writing movies about a male protagonist that have been disgraced yep. in their former job. I mean, that's just yep. That, gotta redeem yourself. That's I bet he does. Beat sheet, isn't it? Just gotta have your hero find him at his low point. Yeah, but it's always career. Yeah, yeah. Like it's weird. <laughs> well, yeah. it looks like he bricked the McAdams thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Man. He wants to be Aaron Sorkin. Yes, that I. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. With the you're a workaholic that creates work to avoid work. Well, I'm working on that. Oh right. People don't talk like that, bro. No, <laughs> no, they don't. No. Do you no. remember the line in Vanilla Sky though, where he's like, uh, "My favorite Beatle used to be John. Now it's Paul." Yeah, that's great. It is great. <laughs> it is great. great. That's the that's the unfortunate he part. He's, he's the Jamal Crawford of writers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really puts it up there, moonshot. Success rate. Yeah. Success rate. And then not sometimes great. it's swishy. Swoosh. Yeah. Super wet. Swoosh. Well, yes. what, um... Also, should Ryan Gosling be playing this guy? Because then you have the Emma Stone crazy stupid love, <laughs> and McAdams, you have the notebook. Whoa! Oh, wouldn't that be interesting? Then you're choosing between those two movies. Yeah, because you know really Gosling good. works with both of them. That's good. Yeah, no, I th- yeah. That is did, good. Yeah, did something happen on the set of the notebook? Did I hear rumblings about that? Yeah. I had to have. Yeah. I the chemistry. So. My God. Ooh. The world is a better place if he has scored it inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing comes from it? Yeah. It'd be better if something did, but. <laughs> Maybe she aborted it. Should we go through the? <laughs> should we go through the films real quick? Yeah, I, to, I know we've kind of talked about them already. Yeah, but yeah, let's do scores. scores. Just a quick run through Crow, scores. For sure. um, screenwriter and director. He he was both for some of them, but like yeah. so his first one was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He was a screenwriter. Excellent. Seventy nine percent. Nightmares. I never heard of that. No. He was a screenwriter. Seventeen <laughs> percent. Then director screenwriter in eighty nine with Say Anything at ninety eight percent. I did not know that. Yeah. But that was John Hughes. You didn't know that? No. Interesting. Yeah. I just assumed. Because yeah. it was from that era with what, John Cusack. What percent was that? 98. Wait, which one? Oh. Say anything. Was That's yeah. It came out in 1989. It's probably a revision. Or it's like 12 reviews. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Singles, he was director and screenwriter. People really liked that movie. Yeah. And it was I heard that. 80%. I think people wanted it to be defining of that time period in that place. Yeah, but if they had to watch it now, they'd have. To oh, remake. I bet it's, it's terrible it's on rewatch. Good. Yeah, it's like it's like the big chill of the couple years later. Yeah, like right. this is our generation. I mean, it's Matt Dillon and like Campbell Scott. It's not really again. <laughs> uh, Jerry Maguire, heard of in it? Nineteen ninety six had eighty five percent score. Way too low. Well, you just said you wouldn't that's like an it. Excellent film. You wouldn't like it if you were thirty, that's and that's who reviewed it. It's so interesting yeah. though. <laughs> Cuba, man. You got uh, Cuba. Yeah. You got so many. You memorable... got sports. Like yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's the best. Renee Zellweger. Yeah, oh, she was hot. <laughs> you, did, you did have a solid 12 years right here, so. Yeah. Um, almost Famous in 2000 for 88%. Mm-hmm. And then Vanilla Sky in 2001 was 41%. Wow. Yeah, I knew it wasn't like People 80s. hate that movie. Yeah. yeah, I would have thought 60s, and people yeah. either loved it or hated it. Interesting. Seems like more people hated it. Yeah, apparently. Definitely. Um, Elizabeth Town in 2005, <laughs> 28%. It's, it got 28%. It shouldn't be that close it's, to Vanilla Sky. It should That's be, crazy. Yeah, half of that. Maybe, yeah. maybe less. I don't know. Kirsten Dunst clicking her little finger, Click. making that, taking a memory. Ooh. 
It's the worst movie. It is so bad. But that has that has bad actors. It's probably we can, oh, God, we can agree that the worst. we can agree to Orlando Bloom and Kirsten Dunst. Bloom was the, the worst. worst. Yeah. What Dunst is not a terrible that? actress though, is she? But she's not normally that. Uh, she's not good. <laughs> <laughs> she's not good. She's not good. She's pretty but annoying. She's not terrible. I don't yeah, mind her. What did, uh, Kentucky. What did we bought a zoo? Get? Well, sixty-seven. Took, in two thousand five, he took six years off to make. You know, we bought a zoo. He got his opus. Um, 2011. It takes a long time to buy the zoo, right? The paperwork. Paperwork alone, I'm buying a zoo. It's a documentary moment. (laughs) Um, 66%. What? Did you hear what I just guessed? You guessed 67. It's pretty good. Why was it that high? Yeah, that's like low 30. Did you ever see it? That was low 30. Did you ever see it? No. Yeah, me either. But no one said a good thing about it. Oh, no, no, no. And you saw it and hated it. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's so much it's better worse. than Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm saying it can't yeah. be worse than Elizabeth. It's got Taylor. it's got cool people in it, but it's the story is ridiculous. That sort of defines his career, doesn't it? It's well, got cool people in it. Yeah. Here's but the, the story. He, 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 he called in some favors yeah. for Aloha. Here's the thing: is he like hit or miss? He goes for it. Sometimes he hits it. Sometimes he misses. No, he's just. Or did he have one decade that was <laughs> like good? He's played a hit yeah. or miss. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> Did he have, you know, this one decade where he was, like, in his wheelhouse. In his prime. And he picked the right films and, like, you know, almost same. They're kind of period pieces. I don't know. I mean, you could say that if the, I think the films were closer together. But, like, if Almost Famous was the last movie that the public generally agrees was great. Mm-hmm. That was the year 2000. <laughs> so he's a different person. Every cell in his body is different right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like that from 90 to 2000 was his thing. And now it's, like... To do films like he does, is it hard to be an old person <laughs> and be a director? Yeah, and be a yeah. Screenwriter. He's not hip anymore. And like he's, he's and rich. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like Fast Times, he was in high school. Right. He was working for Rolling Stone, and he just pretended to be in high school. Right. And would write down what people said. So it was, so I guess it was hip that way. But I mean, Mr. Sexy Pants is how he described Bradley Cooper in the trailer. That's brutal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's pretty hip. Yeah. Like, that's that's like that's like gonna be the next thing I think. A flavor flavor reference. Oh man, flavor flavor. Yeah, reference. that's what I mean. Like yeah. what? But he was on reality shows like ten years ago. <laughs> so that's pretty pretty timely, I think. Yeah. Do you think if this movie's terrible? He'll be able to n- make another one and still get really good people. Yeah, it's interesting. You think it's a three strikes and you're out. It maybe. might be. Yeah. I, mean, this is... I mean, what is a strike, though? Yeah. Like, We Bought a Zoo still probably did a couple hundred million worldwide. Oh, I don't think it did well. It did almost a hundred here. Did it really? It is true. How did he go from Orlando Bloom, Kirsten Dunst? Uh, I know I know, Dunn. Damon and Johansson, I guess, were in that. But like, right. Still, Thomas Hayden Church was third. And then you get Emma Stone, Bradley Cooper, third. Rachel yeah, wait, McAdams, Ryan, Bill Murray, Bill Danny Gillen. McBride, yep. Alec Baldwin. John you have Kaminsky. three of the yeah. 30 John funniest Kaminsky. people in the world in it. And then you have two hot chicks. I guarantee you that McAdams plays the hot one and Emma Stone plays like the personality. A little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah she seems to play the personality. You can't cast it in the other direction. Well, Rachel McAdams, is, she's a sweetheart too. She's, she's a sweetheart, like... but like it'll. that's what he's attracted to with Emma Stone. Yeah. If you saw pictures of Emma Stone and Rachel McAdams, I, you would choose yeah, Rachel Yeah, I McAdams. really hope... <clears throat> so, do, do they kind of lay out who we're supposed to be rooting for, you think? Well, they're, mm. she's the, McAdams is the ex. Yeah, she's so married now, right, to Krasinski? Is it married? Oh, it maybe that's like, why the flexing... She's, like, well, giving yeah. him advice. It's like... 
So that's not even a sexual thing between them. Well, She's I'm just sure it is. The be- there's Maybe, history, man. Maybe not. I don't think there's ever a... Yeah, I don't think you ever wonder if they're going to get together. Okay. I think the whole time you're, right. you're rooting for him and Emma Stone. Yeah. It's just about him getting his shit together. Yeah. And making up for that mistake he made. He cost the defense something. I know. God sure, damn. Sure he cost them a, sh- a ship command. The last, love tri- <laughs> the last love triangle set in Hawaii was Pearl Harbor, and that was good. Yeah. Hartnett well, and Affleck. Who's Beckinsale going to choose? <laughs> you know how to get a lot of men in the theater? Have a love triangle with two men. <laughs> yeah, what's crazy is that's not actually the last love triangle set in Hawaii. Oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Popular, the descendants. Popular go-to. Yeah. Those are the four uh, Hawaiian was movies. <laughs> was there a love triangle? Well, with his dead wife. Right. And his daughter. And, and her mister. No, he had a, she, she was stepping out on him. Right. Yeah. Shailene Woodley's good. Yeah. Uh, is it wrong for me to think that Probably. it's been a while since Emma Stone's done something of value? Birdman, right? Oh, <laughs> that, is, that is wrong. That is wrong. Yeah. That's she the exact was, wrong thing. She was important to it and great. So good. <laughs> so. Well, it's been, but that was, that was 2014. I mean, when was yeah. he, when was what he done for that? Easy A was like, when was Easy A? Up. Easy um, A was the last one? Easy A was crazy 2010. She's actually got... Now. Her list is pretty crazy. Yeah. But like she did the Gosling Gangster. Yeah, that was bad. The Croods, yeah, Gangster Movie. The Croods. Amazing Spider-Man, Crazy Stupid nope. Love, The Help, Friends with Benefits. The Help's good. Friends with Benefits? Yeah. Friends in the beginning benefits. with Andy Samberg, they both get broken up. Uh, yeah. She's the one? Easy A, Zombieland, super bad. She's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she had a great 2009-2011-ish. Mm-hmm. That's why I forgot about Birdman. Birdman <laughs> brought it back. But, it's weird yeah. that she's in super bad. Yeah. yeah. It's it weird. is weird. She's Yeah. And Coops can't do no wrong. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised he's doing this. <laughs> I think Because I think this he, might no, be doing can, wrong. He can definitely do wrong. What, he, did, what's, he did Limitless or whatever that yeah, movie yeah. was. He was still pretty good in it. <laughs> that movie, that was, I'm not saying he's not good. He's yeah. great. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. Limitless got like 70%. He did... But he's been nominated for an Oscar three straight years. Yeah. Wow. He's, so, he's the, can you read his Sniper, list? Sniper, American Hustle, and Silver Linings. Was wow. American Sniper good? I don't think we'd like it. I don't think we would <laughs> I, I, no I don't think that's, any of us would like it. That scene with the baby would have taken me out. <laughs> totally out. Have you seen it? Oh, because the, the baby is so baby. fake. Oh, it's this really funny. This blows my mind. The, the baby is canceled. <laughs> like, the baby gets sick. Fucking move a shoot or something. They use a fake baby right. and it's the most, like the heads just and like it's like a jiggling. really emotional scene and like right, he right, right, and right. Sierra Sienna Miller are doing everything they right. can. And the, but you know yeah. it's a hundred percent bullshit. The baby head just like bobbling. It is really yeah. funny. It's really it's funny. Such, that was a just wrap it up when your director is yeah. eighty seven years old. He doesn't true. have time to move. Doesn't shoot. matter. Yeah, yeah. Get off my lawn. Get me that is a great Clint Eastwood impression. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm dirty Harry. American Sniper was in. Was just released. Oh, and yeah. seven and got seventy three percent. Yeah, yeah. He I bet he's great in it. Yeah, I'm sure. Wow, American Sniper, Guardians of the Galaxy, American Hustle, Place oh, Beyond the Pines, Guardians. Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, yeah. these are all Lord. since two thousand twelve. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that there's anyone prolific hotter. and no misses. That's uh, left out. Hangover Part Three. Yeah, yeah contractually so obligated. Sure. The and secret what? one they snuck what in. What is it? How did they get a Bradley Cooper Jennifer Lawrence flick out? Secretly. Oh, oh yeah, that it. was weird. What this was, was last year, Serena. Yeah. He, it was Serena? Him, he and J-Law were the lead, too. Yeah. And it must have yeah. been so bad, they like didn't even Isn't advertise. Isn't it very straight to demand on demand? It, it, it made 0. .2 million, and it was How 18%. Does that... He played George Pemberton. Did you How say it was 18%? That 
I'm really on it today. Did you say that? <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. A movie with those two stars yeah. just gets buried. Speaking of him being by far, I think, the hottest actor in Hollywood, that sounded wrong. <laughs> you just mean like roles. It's right in both ways. It is right in both ways. Because, yeah. uh, you know, Gosling used to love, hasn't done anything in four years. Yeah. Well, place beyond phones. Clooney needs a fucking hit. Tomorrowland. Yes. Ouch. He's had that like four it. duds in a row. Yeah. Yes. He's weird. old. It's weird. He's married now. Yeah, married. married yeah, life. but like he, it wasn't, I don't know. He, he, why can't he do Good Night and Good Luck again? Like that's not him being young. He's that's not him hungry. being not hungry. He's hungry. Married. Yeah, he's, he's, hungry. he's fixing the world's problems is the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. He's worried about <laughs> he's got too real many things. Too many telethons <laughs> coming in and out of his bones. You don't know how telephones are. That telethon was a superhero name. Go ahead. Um, well, but yeah, it's like Chris Pine. It's like Chris Pine is his only real. <laughs> or not Chris Pine. What's, what the Chris, hell? Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt, yeah. It's yeah. like Chris Pratt and Bradley Cooper that are kind of... And even that, yeah. Chris Pratt's not doing a lot of dramatic work. No, he doesn't have the repertoire. No. I mean, he could eventually, but... Yeah. I can't might. see him in a God, he's drama. Likeable. He is super likable. <laughs> this does feel like when you have this many big names that people like, it's dangerous that the chemistry won't work out. And that can torpedo a movie very quickly. Yeah. And that you're pandering. Although... Yeah, like... Just... We know... Yeah. Oh, Cooper and McAdams were in... Uh... Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers together. Yeah. I never think of that as Bradley Cooper. Yeah. No, great. you don't. He's yeah, great. he's a fucking asshole. And, yeah. yeah. He's he's, great. He is great. He's great. Well, we know there's going to be a very recognizable soundtrack of pop songs. Seems like That's it. true. Probably a main character singing a song for an extended period of time. Sure. Mm-hmm. It'd be Tiny mm-hmm. Dancer or uh-huh. <laughs> Free Fallen. Or, uh, oh, I think Orlando Bloom does too in the car. Yeah, he's got the road trip. They have the Freebird. Freebird, free yes. entire Freebird, they play at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no one's talking about this except no. the four of us. No. That's <laughs> really true. Except true for enough. Hawaiians. Yeah, not even critics. Yeah, they're pissed about Hawaiians it. Hawaiians are pissed about the name, right? Probably. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Is there a movie that doesn't have a outrage? Someone yeah. That, yeah. Someone if, it, if they're really pissed about that, I don't get it. Oh man! Um, this is tough. So we should mention this because this is what we do. We guess the Rotten Tomato score. There are zero critic reviews in, and it comes out in hours forty-eight that, hours, which we've never seen it this close without any reviews. I don't yeah, think. we've seen it close, and usually, I think in our experience, we can all agree it means it ain't great. You're not right. Usually, if you're gonna show, not gonna show critics, it's because you don't want. Bad but I can't work, point to know. a specific example. It's usually comedies. I feel like. Yeah. Like you hear that, like Adam Sandler. Monuments Men. Well, yeah, that, that was. I one. think that, that was like the. Yeah, it was. Well, it certainly was. Moved. It got delayed, but it also I yeah. think they didn't show anyone. Yeah. We we did it like four days ahead, and there was like twenty five reviews. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. This has zero reviews. Two days. <laughs> zero. You do have to assume. You didn't even let your buddies see it. Is he, is he like? You don't have it, the hurt locker and not let people see it. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> is there any chance to get the buzz going? Yeah. Is there any chance he's not showing people because it's so amazing and beautiful? He doesn't want anyone to no. know about it. 
It's not a good bet. Well, it's probably, <laughs> I mean, he may think that, but that may be his choice. It's not even his it's choice, not, right? It's not it's his the choice. Studio. The studio is not holding on to this. Right. If they yeah. like it, they want to get the buzz um, going. A late May release. Yeah. <laughs> now hold it into right. the And then don't show anyone so no one has any buzz going into <laughs> right. Friday to go see it. <laughs> Put one trailer on TV every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, they're not promoting those at all. Especially with this cast. I wonder how much they spent on it. I mean, that's like a serious... Yeah, budget, running time, and let's do this thing. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I do want to know. $40 million is the budget, which is actually lower than I thought it would be with Being away and stars. satellites. Yeah, I guess there's probably not too much People in terms price of cuts. graphics or uh, action. I mean, I bet it makes barely that. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to do? So... We are going to be doing this a little differently today because there are no scores in. Um, we'll have the three gentlemen here make their guesses. And then we're going to record um, the result, or at least the reactions to the result, without the result. And um, We're going to fake it. We're going to fake it. And we're going to fill in the actual scores we'll later. Let's, we'll see how this comes together. You know, yeah. We'll see how it sounds. I bet it's when, when do we want Nate to record the real score? Friday at... When? I mean, when not even Friday. Reviews, right? Let's wait till Saturday. Once all the Friday reviews. Is it going to do a review count or a time? I think review count. Oh, let's do well, let's do Saturday at noon unless they're not above fifty yet. Not Sa- fifty. 100. Sounds good. Minimum fifty Saturday 50? noon. Yeah, fifty is fine. Yeah, Mountain time. Okay. Travis, you locked in first. Let's see what you got, bud. Um, I wanted to guess fifty percent because I I don't know if that number has ever been guessed before. <laughs> Probably not. But I couldn't let myself do it because I think I just lose and have to see it. I, I guess forty. Forty, oh, no. even forty percent. Even forty. Respectable. They went. You didn't. I think he's gonna be the sandwich. Whoa! Oh, because Ev's going super low. Or he's going a little high, I think. He's going higher than forty. Yeah. I did thirty-seven. You got sandwich written all over you. Thirty-seven and forty. Because I desperately So you guys think it's it. gonna be pretty bad? I can see that green smashed tomatoes <laughs> right next to it. Oh, yeah. there's no chance it's right. Yeah, no it's chance. not gonna be good. Yeah, and it's just a fun thing to root for over the next forty-eight hours. <laughs> oh, it's twelve. Yeah, just watching it move. <laughs> you get you can point out specific things yeah. that have fucked you over. Yeah. <laughs> Once you read one bad review, I just put my hands behind my head. Yeah. Just let them come in. <laughs> Uh, Travis is the sandwich. What'd you go? I went with 46. Ooh, wow, tight one. 9% window. It is a tight wow. one. That's actually pretty impressive. So yeah. What were you going to guess, Nate? What I hadn't even you thought guess? about it, honestly. But it would have been higher than all of you. So I would have guessed like 55. Well, that means I'm probably fucked. So 40, 41. <laughs> Nate never wins. So. Yeah, it's true. So 40, 41 <laughs> and below, Evan sees it. 42 and above, I see it. You see it. The Rotten Tomatoes score for Cameron Crowe's Aloha is 14%. Evan loses. Oh. Evan loses. Evan, you lost. I really don't want to see this movie. And even faking it right now. But you now, have to. <laughs> well, the fact bad. that you're seeing it means that it is lower than 41%, oh. so it's bad. That's it's, not good for bad. me. It's bad. I have to go see it alone. <laughs> I have to adhere to the rules of the game. Man. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, We are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, our web series, and our sketches on Facebook and YouTube or our website, cookstproductions.com. Follow us on Twitter at cook underscore street. And we will be back soon 
with an Entourage podcast. <laughs> <laughs>